So USPK was started in uh, 2017-2018, kind of in the crossover between that, and a lot of that had to do with what was going on with um, the International Federation of Gymnastics, or or FIG, um, announcing in, I think, 2016 that they were unilaterally going to, you know, take over parkour and that that was going to be a subdiscipline of gymnastics in the Olympics. And while, of course, you know, I think there were plenty of folks in parkour that were kind of like, ooh, the Olympics, that could be interesting. Um, at large, the community was very much like very against gymnastics taking that over because we feel that we're, you know, completely different philosophically, physically. You know, gymnastics is about, um, you know, high level body awareness and, and control, but on very specific obstacles, right? Like it's mm-hmm. been whittled down over over 100 years to, you know, pommel horse, rings, um, trampolines, you know, d- very specific objects versus parkour was basically like everything around you. Um, and, you know, everyone is saying hell no to like a, a 700 page rule book, which is what mm-hmm. gymnastics currently has. So yeah. the idea of gymnastics coming in and kind of like, taking that over was was very upsetting and you had I, th- I think a pretty typical reaction from the parkour community and the fact that everyone wanted to make uh, a fuck fig um <laughs> you know t-shirts i'm not sure if i'm allowed to swear on this oh you can say whatever the fuck you want <laughs> okay. here on high sweet <laughs> well shit all right <laughs> um so yeah yeah i mean everyone was was very gung-ho about making the fuck fig t-shirts but at the same time it's just like what is that what is that going to do? And I think that is part of where USPK comes in is as a community, we kind of have to mature and get to that point of like, yeah, we can tell somebody to, to fuck off, but if they have, you know, millions, billions of dollars of, of, you know, money invested into their sport and, and they felt like they could come in and do this, I think, because there wasn't any governing body internationally or nationally. Mm. Um, and so they just thought this is for the taking. And I, I think a lot of people don't know that, you know, this was prefaced by the, the International Olympic Committee or the, the IOC um, commissioning a study. They basically said like, we don't know why young kids aren't watching the Olympics anymore. How do we get these kids watching the Olympics? And they commissioned a study, you know, they, they got a bunch of scientists to go out and kind of figure this out. And it was like action sports. That's, that's what kids are watching, the X Games, skateboarding, snowboarding, all of these things. And sure, some of them, like snowboarding, had already kind of made the crossover into the Olympic space with a lot of controversy there, too, between skiing and snowboarding. Because they did get adopted. Kind of, was it under the skiing? Skiing was, was the, uh, you know, gym, gymnastics is to parkour as skiing was to snowboarding in this analogy. And I don't know where that exactly. went, actually, but... What was super controversial, I think most of the skiing community kind of had a, a very, uh, I don't know, what's what's the word for it, kind of pretentious, you know, look on things and just yeah. all these snowboarders are just stoners that are going to come in and ruin this. To this day, know, there's, there's ski resorts them. that don't allow snowboarders at them, if, if I'm Absolutely. not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's, a, it's an old money type of thing. And so snowboarding was was the new hip thing that, that uh, you know, they wanted to bring in, but it was like, okay, um, you know, how... How are they going to do that? And so a lot of the folks within snowboarding too were kind of torn about that because they want the sport to grow. They want to be able to share the mountain. And I think that was a lot of the impetus for folks in the snowboarding community to get behind that, even if it was under skiing, was, hey, we want access. We want to be able to use the lifts. Like nobody wants mm-hmm. to hike up the mountain for, you know, the 30 <laughs> second joyride down. So, yeah. so um, 
I think that's how a lot of that began. And then, um, you know, the IOC wanted these other action sports and for gymnastics, they felt like the closest fit was parkour. And, um, but the funny part is that that study actually specifically said that they should reach out to these grassroots community. They acknowledged that there were so many uh, communities that were really um, underground and, and, you know, could use help being brought up to this next level and integrated into the older federations. And as we've seen, most of these older federations don't like to play that way. They're, they're a little bit corrupt. They've existed for a while and they're just like, that's mine. I have the money. I have the power. And now you have to do what I say. And um, so we're really trying to push back for that specific reason, because we've seen that happen with other action sports. So we really have no immediate reason to trust gymnastics right off the bat, because we've, mm -hmm. we've seen this before with other sports.